Welcome to Film Study, an all-American podcast with Lexi. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, all of those things. Enjoy the episode. Today, I have Kat Pettibone. Is it Pettibone? That's right. right. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Nailed it. And she does, uh, is it Telltale TV? Telltale TV, yes. TelltaleTV.com and we love her reviews. Twitter, you know what I'm talking about. Thank you. (laughs) They're amazing. I think I discovered them, I think, like last season. And I appreciate that so much. They're just so good, so good all the time. So I'm so excited to have you here. And we're so excited to be here. Thank you. And we're going to talk about (laughs) Show Me a Good Time. I, for one, love cabin episodes so fun they're always always a good time uh no pun intended (laughs) um and so uh just right off the bat what you think of the episode I loved it um as I said in my review it is I think a flawless episode of coming of age television I think it's so important for teen TV to slow down from the drama sometimes and kind of take a bottle episode and let their kids Mm -hmm. have fun. And all the cabin episodes are always so good. Like you said, Um, the whole gang was there. We got a really great adult storyline too. So I really think it hit all the mark. I mean, and then obviously there's some great relationship stuff in there. It just, it was storytelling wise. It was awesome. Five stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And as we know, uh, all America does not pause on the drama very often. <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> Goes hard with that. <laughs> it does. It does. I enjoyed it as well. I think like, especially on the rewatch, I I noticed some things that I didn't notice the first time. There were a lot of great one-liners in this episode, which I really I agree. Same. Yeah. So shout out to the, I think, I think it was a new writer too, as well, that wrote this episode. And so like, shout out to them. <laughs> yes. Adrian, um, Adrian Burks, Dukes, I think I want to say. Marks? Dukes, yeah. maybe Some, Adrian, Adrian Dukes? something. It's Adrian something, I know. (laughs) Adrian, you nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) You did, you did. Um, So right off the bat, we uh, get this intro with like JJ and the boys, which I'm so, I was kind of shocked about because we've never had like a little FaceTime intro thing on the show ever. I was like, what is happening? And why is Asher on the floor? I didn't, I did not understand what was going on. They didn't explain it. I was... I'm not gonna lie. At first, I was a little concerned until I saw the 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 uh, controller, like the game yes. controller, because same. There's a storyline that I just was not happy about for the past couple of episodes. This episode, <laughs> you know what I'm talking. About? Are we talking about? If we're talking about the same thing, then 100. percent we're talking about the same thing, which we'll get into in a second. Oh, and I was just like, to. this is the episode where we'll know what exactly is happening. I knew that. Where it's going. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that they were, but he was playing with games with Jordan and they were asleep at the Baker's house, uh, right. I think is what happened. Um, and so anyway, JJ called them all excited because it was senior skip day. And so that's how we get this whole intro. Spencer is also talking to Grace and we fully get a Dylan mention because they act like this that does not exist where is he come back <laughs> he's missing he's missing 
Um, but yeah, so we at least got an off-screen, uh, like Dylan mentioned. Um, but Spencer tells Grace that it's senior skip day, that he has plans with Liv. She, I think she knows what those plans are. She makes a comment about not making babies. Definitely knows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she definitely knows. Uh, and then she, so she talks about uh, going, go, sneaking into the school and hiding a capsule. Uh, and so but that's sort of how the episode starts. And that's like the intro of it. And I thought that we could like jump to the parents and their storyline. But okay. yeah, it was... It was fun. I think Grace goes to like drop something off to Carter. I don't remember what she was dropping, dropping off, but it was I think they just said papers. I they kept it vague. <laughs> just paper. Well, there's a copy paper, just a stack of copy paper. No, yeah. So she was dropping something off to him. It was in the middle of the day too, which makes sense because it is skip day. But I was just like, it's so weird that she's there. That she's there. I know. Yeah. He even says something. He's like, why are you here? (laughs) Exactly. And then she, like, goes to find Billy. And it's just like, doesn't he teach a class? Right? What is going on? He has a schedule, I'm sure. Don't they have things to do? (laughs) Right. But they go on what's called a little adventure. Because it's like, it's never a wrong time for a little adventure, as Grace says. Uh, And they go to find these capsules that they hid uh when they were when they were in high school when they were seniors in high school um and so they sort of like go on a goose chase eventually carter comes in on this goose chase they find a bunch of capsules from different years one has a joint in it one has an old twinkie like thing in it laura eventually comes she's not here for it and she's just like i just want to eat just give me food i am hungry (laughs) and i love that (laughs) right she eats the twinkie because eventually they enlist denise which i was so happy she was back because she's hilarious i know so funny um and so they enlist her and she helps them find it and basically they read their old uh their their old predictions um which uh what was it uh grace had a prediction that she would become the like first black female president president Um, yep right right Corey. they read Corey's prediction his prediction is that he's like gonna break a rushing record that he's gonna be like an nfl legend all of that stuff and then they read billy's prediction and he was gonna be married to his soulmate soulmate awkward exactly so awkward so something about this podcast is that like i just i cannot stand billy and so for the fact that like laura asking him later about he was just she she was just like oh you know your prediction didn't come true and then he tried to twist it around it's just like billy (laughs) everybody knows it's awkward what it was exactly Exactly. we already called out that it was awkward just like move on like push forward exactly you don't have to like don't bring it back around makeshift like exactly don't try to do this makeshift oh it was about you all along exactly but yeah what did you think what did you think about that storyline I really liked it because I thought like it juxtaposed really nicely with the kids storyline and paralleling like the kids are in this moment that the adults are having these memories of and Mm -hmm. it just worked really well me as an adult you know I know the feeling of what it feels like to be in like your last semester of high school and the world is ahead of you and you have all these thoughts about what you're going to be and what you're going to do and 
um, I don't know, like I resonated with that. I'm not as old as them, but you know, I'm like in the middle of both groups. And so I thought it was really fun. And it's always good when a teen show like makes the adults relevant and gives them things that actually make sense. And they're not just sort of there to like prop up the kids and exactly. All American is really good with that, and I thought it was funny. I loved um, what's her name that she, when she uh, the character that came back, uh, De- Denise. Denise, Denise, yeah, yeah. Um, I love Denise. I think she's hilarious. <laughs> I used to call her by and her sister's sister name, like her name was Diana, yes. so I called her that for the longest time. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's so good! At I love that show. Um, yeah, so I loved her being back, and it was just fun I loved it I thought it, it worked. was it was and I think she brings a good balanced dynamic between the adults oh, because when it's just when it's just like Laura Grace and Billy there is sort of still sometimes that awkwardness I feel like just between them and like yeah. uh Grace is always sort of stepping on eggshells when it comes to Laura because it's the whole dynamic between the two agree so you know considering right, right and because she had a Ferris. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, well. exactly. But they have so they have come a really long way, though. I will say yeah. that. Like Laura is so like classy with her because her reaction is just, "Oh, that's really sweet, She's honey." When he reads, <laughs> right? And she could have been like, uh, "I don't want to hear about." You know what I mean? Like that could have been really right. fresh. They just got remarried, right. and you know everything. So I just think that they they're all really matured and. Sort of like when she finds Grace and Billy together looking for the stuff, there's no like reaction of why are you two together doing this? And instead it's just lighthearted. And then they bring um, Carter in and he's actually pretty funny this episode, which is nice to see because usually I find him a drag and, um, (laughs) you know, he like slaps hands with Billy and it's pretty fun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was good to see him loosen up a little bit because if he's going to be with Grace, he's got to be like a good catch, you know, she's Grace. And I love looking at Lamona Archie. So (laughs) that's always Uh, a plus. Yes. (laughs) but no I agree it was good to watch all of them and like I said I think Denise really brings that dynamic because she has such the actress has such good comedic timing and so it's just it's always a fun time when she's there I agree the episode where the three women are drinking wine together at the bar is just oh my gosh it's It's so it's so funny they're so good yeah so funny um so that was their storyline and they ended on you know Grace and Carter have a little night out alone and have dinner and uh, leads leads to some Sleep more leads to spending the night. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it looks does. like Laura, no longer a DA, is uh, getting high with uh, Billy and Denise and they go out to dinner together too. I was I not expecting that. I was just like, oh, I'm going to smoke this. I was like, Laura. I know, I getting back to her of you. roots. I love it. Exactly. I know. She's been really good this season. Yeah. 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 We love her. Um, and so that was that was the parents. And on to the group. So we're gonna like fast forward, gonna keep Spencer and Olivia to the end because you know okay. we love them. Today. Oh yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> and so but we do what we do know is that they got interrupted at the cabin because uh you know, Many Simone times. and Jordan, yes. JJ, Patience, Coop, Asher, Layla, all of them end up crashing. Uh, JJ does a whole little find your phone thing for, I guess, Spencer and Jordan. 
That was like never thoroughly explained. Spencer and Jordan and and, and Simone, Simone and, and Olivia. Olivia. Yes, everybody. But like, why those four in particular and not Asher? I don't know because I don't know. That's true. Actually, I don't know. You would think it'd be Asher first. They're like buddies, you know. Right, right. But anyway, yeah, so he does find the phone. He comes to find Simone and Jordan and Spencer and Olivia at the cabin. They immediately take off find my phone. <laughs> and, uh, as they should. Exactly. As they should. And he uh, basically, Spencer uh, ends up inviting Patience and Coop because Coop talks to him about some troubles that they're having and he invites them up. Patience invites Layla and Asher, and that's like how they have this whole ditch day thing. And they had some good group moments. I love the water balloon fight. I love the bounce house. It was just because, again, there's a lot of drama. It is a drama, but there's a lot of drama on this show. And so just to see the teens be teens for a bit was just amazing. I agree. And just to be reminded that they're all friends and which this season has done a pretty good job of like even on the football field, seeing like the Crenshaw kids and the Beverly Hills kids come together and stuff like that. So it's just nice to remember like they're all a friend unit. It's because a lot of people, you know, they get split up in their relationships and their specific friendships. And it's just nice to see them like all together. Yeah, especially because I think with COVID, and the fact that they moved Spencer back to Crenshaw in, in right. season three really sort of messed with the dynamic. So we didn't get really the cabin was the only time that we got them together. Right. And even Coop and Patience weren't there for the majority of that time. So to see not only just like the Beverly people, but also Coop and Patience be in on that was like really great. I agree, especially before everybody goes to college. Like, it's nice that it's just melded back into one big thing. And then we're going to get prom, and they're all together, too. So I think it's going to be, like, two episodes back-to-back of just really good group stuff. Right, right. Um, And audience, if you hear, like, dance music in the background, it's because I'm in Jamaica and people are partying down right now. Having a good uh, time. Having a good time. So if you recall the last, I'm not going to do it now, but I was like singing a Jamaica song in another <laughs> podcast. So that's for you, whatever I, whatever I did that. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. Oh, another thing I loved about that is that the girls attacked the guys this time with the water balloons, which the yes. guys got them the last time. So that was such a good callback. Parallel. Yes. <laughs> nice but like Asher and JJ, they had their own thing going on. There wasn't like a firm storyline with them. They were more so a part of everybody else's. The two people who did have their own storyline though was Patience and Coop. Mm. And it's it's been their storyline for a while, right? Is that Patience is just done, right? Coop, uh, she's back from tour. So she already had the tour. So we did a little time jump. Uh, they were supposed to go to Crenshaw's ditch day, but then Coop got a message from her lawyer or whatever. And, you know, the lie is continuing on about the self-defense and and getting shot. And yeah, like I said, Spencer ends up inviting them and she ends up inviting, Patience ends up inviting Layla and Asher. And it's just like at the cabin, they don't really interact that well until like almost the very end when they have a conversation and they're talking about, distance and for the first time actually and I wanted to get your thoughts on this is this the first time you've actually seen patients vocalize her issue with Coop because I think 
in the past when they've had problems, I'm thinking season two, it was more about, oh, like, you're just, like the audience could just tell. So I feel like patients didn't need to vocalize it as much. But this time she gave a list of things <laughs> that she was unhappy Agreed. about. And so that was interesting. Yeah, it was interesting that Spencer's like, you guys are known for your great communication, which I don't know if that's necessarily true. Like, I don't think, like, I feel like with Spencer and Olivia, we're constantly being shown how well they communicate. And I don't know if we necessarily see that. I kind of feel like there's been this underlying thing between Patience and Coop since season two, even though they've like had their ups and downs. There's, I don't know, there's always just been a thing where it feels like eventually they're headed towards like a breakup eventually at some point um so yeah i think you're right i think this is the first time that patience has really been like here are my issues um and they seemingly talk it out but i don't think it's i don't think it's over even just from patience's reaction when coop's not looking like coop's good she's like great we're fine it's all good Coop's always good and it's right let me not get started She's on very unaware. Let me not get started on Tamia Cooper right now because I'm gonna She rant. just thinks everything is all gravy, but it's just not. Like it's it, no. it takes more than one conversation, you know? And I don't I don't know if I don't know. I I I love patience and I do really like their relationship, but lately it feels like maybe I don't know, they need to break up if they're gonna yeah, well, and to, to be honest, I was of the thought that they should have never gotten back together because how do you, and now I actually have to go to rip, but how do you not tell your your girlfriend, your partner, your significant other, how do you not tell them that they like have a record deal and like hide that from them or could potentially get a record deal out of jealousy and then right. all of a sudden it's now okay. It's, oh they gosh, never actually just, dealt with that. New memory unlocked. That just reminded me <laughs> just like all of it came flooding back about how she was so jealous of Peyton. Oh, I have and, so oh many gosh. issues with Coop. <laughs> that's, they have, see, that's the thing. They're not great at community. They have so much to work through that they like have not dealt with. And it needs right. to be handled. Right. right, right. And she's not. And I think this is a couple of times that Patience has said, you know, you've made me complicit in a lie. And I feel like that's just going in one in one ear and out the other with Coop. Because again, Agreed. she just sort of is just like every single time they've talked, it, especially this season, it's, you know, we'll figure it out. We're going to get back there. Oh, I'm, I know I'm not the person that I used to be, but, you know, she's in there somewhere, which that was also interesting. It's like, so you're admitting that you've changed significantly and you're still just like, everything's fine. <laughs> Just brushing it off, like, no big deal. But, I mean, and I do feel for Coop in the sense that she went through something, like, severely traumatic. Like, I – that is a huge thing. But she still needs to communicate with her partner, especially, like, how serious they are together. And, like, you know, like Patience says, this is endgame for me. Like, this is it. I am all in. So I'm here for you. And, you know, she took care of Coop and she went through, she went through that too, to a degree when Coop was in the hospital and everything. And so it's like, Coop needs to learn to adjust how she handles things and deals with things in relation to patients, especially. Right. Right. And in relation to the situations that she gets herself into, that didn't come up as much today, but 
patients talking about like you you moved in with preach when i and she said when i needed you on tour and then you didn't even like talk to me about anything uh and so right. the fact that coop is like just continually putting herself in these situations not and then not communicating is what's really bugging patients this time i think right i i totally agree and i the whole thing with preach's daughter is still very weird to me because I just feel like they threw that in there. I don't and... want it on my screen. <laughs> right? Like, I don't understand, like, where she's coming. Like, I don't know. I'm like, it, it just was, it just felt like a very weird plot line that they were just like, oh, yeah. Preach has a daughter now. And we're, there was no, like, they didn't develop it. They didn't invest in it. Now, all of a sudden, Coop is, like, taking care of her. I don't know. It's just a, it's very weird to me. That storyline's very weird. I don't know. <laughs> I said this two weeks ago, but I was just like, why do we still have Tyrone connections? Like, we should have left Tyrone in season two. Season three was dragging it. Season three was dragging it. And they didn't, I don't even think they necessarily, I wasn't a fan of the whole Mo thing because I feel like they left it too long and then it randomly came back up. 100%. And so now that this Amina thing is, ha- I'm just like, I'm, I'm done. I don't care. We've seen this storyline, four different iterations of this same storyline. And now we're supposed to believe an 11 year old is a villain. Exactly. I, let's villainize a 10 year old girl. So it just, <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't. And honestly, like with Preach, like not making money because Coop's quitting music. That's an interesting storyline in and of, her, of itself. Like she could right. be trying to help preach and like feel responsibility there and be working through the fact that she's quitting music and it could be focused on that and not on oh this 11 year old is like secretly trying to take me down or like I don't even know right. what's happening like, she, just, like, she's trying to kill her mess. Let's be <laughs> yes yes everyone yeah, always is. trying to kill Coop it just <laughs> never ends <laughs> You know, if I, you know, some of my friends would be like, just kill her already. I'm not at that level yet, but like, I don't know. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But I, I, mean, I love I Coop love as Coop a best friend to Spencer. Oh, 100. Their friendship is the best part of her character, in my opinion. So it's it was tough in season three to see them. 100%. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that's another thing that I forgot to mention is in these group scenes do... Uh, the guys, there was another funny, a couple funny one-liners in this, but the guys showing all of their tuxes <laughs> on the <laughs> on their phone. So they have the picture good. saved. And Jordan oh just freaking out about the lapels. Being obsessed. The scene where he's talking about lapels to Spencer is so, and Spencer's just looking at him like, I want to die. Oh. Like, it's so funny. Hilarious. The comedic timing is just... Michael Evans Belling is really, really good at co- at the comedy. I mean, he's yeah, good, he period. Is. But comedic timing is like his yeah. niche. He's, he's so funny, <laughs> so funny, <laughs> so funny. And uh, Daniel, and we're so used to you know Spencer being angry and like yes. Spencer being on all the time. But him, what again? This poop saving grace is him, like her teasing him about about having the picture on his phone because nobody else there would know that enough to call him out. And so the fact right. that she called him out, he was like, I don't, oh, bam, I got it. <laughs> it was hilarious. So good. So I like when Spencer funny. gets to be funny and silly. It's so yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. And we got a lot of those moments with Olivia tonight, which was fun. 
Um, and yes. Asher had a little funny moment. I'm not typically an Asher fan, but he, the little uh, Dolce and Garbage line. Yes. It did it for me. It did it for me. Me too. I'm not really an Asher fan either, but I do like, I think we finally have a storyline for him that I'm into. Like, I yeah. like this storyline. I like him being a coach and being out of football. And, you know, right. I, I think that that's a very good decision for his character. So, like, I'm into it. Same. I'm, Same. Same. I mean, I'm not – there are some things that he's done this season that I'm not into that I'm sure we'll get into. But um, – <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but overall, I like that. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, and the funny thing – the funny thing about Asher and the coach storyline is I'm just like, okay, can we just make him a coach now? Like, we've been hinting at this for a while. So I know. It has like, let's been just dropping the... Rip the yeah. band-aid off. Like, let's do it. You're a coach. Yeah. But they finally um, said it this this episode. Right. They finally yes. said the word coach. JJ was like, yeah, coach. And then he had the little smile, which I actually thought was really nice. I thought the, yeah. the recordings were really well done. Yeah, they were. They were. And and JJ being obsessed with the recording was also really yes. funny. Trying to get like wide shots and, and drones in there. It's hilarious. Um, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So moving to someone we've been uh, itching to talk about, Layla. <sighs> <sighs> okay. I should be really upfront here that I am a Jordan and Layla truther. Um, I have shipped them <laughs> since season one. So when it comes to things that since are it, not wait, them, since season one, you've shipped them. Since You're like season one. Oh, So now, okay, a, now we gotta like yeah. take a pause here so you can yeah. explain that because I'm like season two, but like season one, that's really early on. I know, but I just, there's just something about their characters that I have always felt would be so good for each other. And I've just seen it from the very beginning. And then, you know, the childhood friends to lovers and Jordan had a crush on her when they were younger. And I think that's really cute. And so that's- absolutely see that happening, by the way. Yeah, so that's sort of like where it starts. And then, of course, season two- is like where the hammer really drops. Like that's when I was like, right. okay, this is really good. And then season yeah. three, I was like, oh, it's happening. It, like, <laughs> it, I thought it was a crack shit for a while. I thought it, I was crazy and I was never going to get what I wanted. But I was like, oh, no, wait, they might do this. And I'm I still say- convinced. Your art, like I think I was reading one of your one of your reviews last season, and I had been the same. Like, oh, maybe this is happening, maybe it isn't. And then I read what I don't remember which episode. It was probably for like episode eight or something. And then when I read it, I was just like, no, I have to like be full blown about my, my love for Jordan and Layla. Just lean into it. They're so good for one another, and the way they yeah. understand each other. That con- in last season they had this conversation when Layla was like really struggling where or she was she had just broken up with Spencer and she was like I'm just so upset that he thought I was weak and right. um Jordan was like you're the strongest person I know and just it, that's exactly what she needed to hear like that is exactly right. what needed to be said yeah. and so um I was I was like okay this is happening and then they have that conversation in the finale and she reads him and she's like but that's not right. what you want I know that's not what you want right. it's not what you need like you're not being honest with yourself and yeah I just love when two people understand each other more than yes. anybody else you just see it coming way ahead of time and you're like oh this is some this is a connection they're so good and i love it it is so good and it's happened i think in this episode it's happened in an interesting way right we've never really yes. seen 
We've yes. never really seen them have, and I, I, he was not as fighting, right? But I was going to say them fight. She was more of the one who was upset. But uh, yeah, we've never seen them in that light, but he sort of talks to her about how distant she's been. And she did, I'm going to be fair, right? Because I defend Layla and I will still defend her. But she did have an interesting look, right? When Spencer and Olivia were talking about prom um, and talking about like having the dresses and she walked out for a moment to talk to Simone. Um, so that she did have a like slight reaction. I don't know if it was about prom or if it was about Spencer Olivia or a mix of both and just the fact that she has been distant because Patience also gave a look. Audience, go back and rewatch because Patience also gave a look. Oh, but yeah, so she, always everything. <laughs> she she had a reaction to that, and so anyway, uh, I guess she had been like she was enjoying herself, but she I guess Jordan right noticed enough, and the only one to notice it, by the way. Uh, but the only one, the yes. only one to notice that she's Not been Asher. off for a while. Not Asher, uh, but yeah, that she's been off for a while, and he brings it up to her and. <laughs> then mentions then mentions her sleeping with Asher and her her one night yeah. stand, and that's and, when they sort of get into it. Yeah, so like I am with Layla on the fact that he crosses a boundary by bringing up her sleeping with Asher. It's none of his business, and I'm where I see it as a Jordan and Layla shipper and truther is that there is a little <laughs> bit of a jealousy there, a pine, a little bit, just slightly. I mean, he didn't play it that way. Like that's not how it was delivered, but I just, yeah. I feel like deep down, maybe that's why, cause it makes him think like, why would she do that? And that stems from sort of jealousy, but I think he's crossing a line there. So I'm with her on the double standard and all that stuff. But at the same yeah. time, he was just, he just cares about her and he's yeah. right. She has been distant and she has a right to have boundaries for sure but that's not what this is about this is different this is like yeah. a wall up and it's specifically for some reason aimed at jordan right now and i think it i don't know i don't oh, know that's so interesting so you read because that as like it was specifically aimed at jordan and not the entire friend group i don't think that she would have um kind of flipped out like I mean I'm sure if it was Spencer saying that she would have flipped out but they had a conversation that was very at her birthday party that was very nice and very open and she had a conversation with Liv that was very open but as soon as Jordan tries to connect with her now she's closing herself off why is that why is (laughs) why he's just caring about her that's all he wanted Well, okay. I'm so biased, it, but it's like <laughs> I did not think about it in that particular way. Uh, so yeah, like love Jordan and Layla. I also enjoy. I also enjoy Jamone, but like I, do. I, I do. love I do. the potential of Jordan and Layla. Just yes. like you were saying, like fr- like friends to lovers, that whole trope, and just that yes. I think that they understand each other really well. Um, and you know that Simone but, is leaving, so it's not like right exactly because she's got to go do her own thing. Exactly. If homecoming survives, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jamone Shippers. I'm sorry, but if homecoming survives, it's 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 gonna end. They're not gonna have two of them. Like on homecoming, Simone will be the main character. They are not gonna have her in a long distance relationship with someone who is on a completely different show for the entire for an entire season. That's not going to grab viewers, plus especially because there's right. that Damon character as well. 
And then you're not going to have, uh, you know, Jordan going off and just being in a, I mean, it just, that isn't good television, you know? Right, so, right, right. Well, and they've been planting Jordan and Layla scenes to yes. your point since season one. If you, time. if you really pay attention and 100%. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm going to say that, but on their, on their fight, I like as the as the Jordana shipper I am. Rewatched the scene a couple times, and it was really like at first I was just like, "Oh yeah, he's absolutely right." Because I actually, at the end of episode one and at the end of episode two, I was just like, "I don't think Layla's." And I've said this a couple times. I was just like, "I don't think Layla is okay." Like I don't think that she's fully moved on. There's just some things that have happened, like ever so slight, like. I don't know. I, it was really the gun rage. And I was like, she seemed a little too excited at the gun rage. <laughs> right. <laughs> when she no, went she... to go shoot like with her father. And I was just like, I don't think she's good. Right. Uh, and like being scared, especially with her birthday and stuff. And obviously the thing with Asher uh, that happened that like we think this is over. <laughs> it was confirmed. It was uh, only one night people. They were not friends. I know. <laughs> Just a one night fun thing, which is totally fine as long get as it's that safe man that away way. from her. <laughs> Please, <laughs> I always say that. I'm like, get him away from her. <laughs> but, and so, but but I've seen that, and so it was interesting for Jordan, the character, to call out for like odd behavior over the last couple of months. But right, that is I like do, you said. Yeah. That's say say that again. No, I I I agree. I think that. She's obviously – I mean, I would have boundaries if I let a friend in and she ended up almost killing me. Like, that's a very traumatic right. experience with crazy – Exactly. Quote, unquote, cra- I hate using that word. Right. Like, it was <laughs> – Right. So, exactly. Uh, don't even get me started on that because that was a little – I wasn't – I didn't love how they executed very, that plot line. very dramatic, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was, it was like, soap opera status dramatic. But – um. But yeah, I don't know. And so I think he's reading her right. But at the same time, she moved into the baker's house. Like they're supposed to be her safe space. So to see her then put a wall up with Jordan, I don't know. It just puts my feelers out. Like I'm like, hmm, like my eyebrow raises. And I'm like, right, why was she right. so like nippy at him? You know? That is so because I was thinking about it from his perspective. Uh and saying like it was really random for him to bring up Asher because it changed from like you're because again something that she also said which uh she was talking about going to college and this is right. gonna I think a popular fan fan prediction that she's gonna take a gap year but oh, yeah, I, think I assumed I've dabbled in screenwriting and I've uh. made a little made a little side story here maybe about Jordan Layla and with a friend and I always I feel like I've just I, I understand her character better. And so I th- I was just like, but she's always like, we've always seen Lay- Layla be studious. And so again, for Jordan to point out that she's just like, she's always wanted to go to college. Again, sort of that parallel with her conversation about, oh, you've always wanted to play Pac-12 football. And so may- like, is this gap year something that she really wants to do? Or is it a, like another, uh, just like another defense mechanism, like another mask for her? Um, and I, yeah, I, I don't know what's I going you're on. Right. I think it's a mask. I think 
she i mean because just like jordan saying oh i don't want to play you know it doesn't matter i'm just going to follow simone and her being like that's not what you want though that this is him saying that to her and he's right i think that she's throwing herself into her work because that kind of makes her forget about everything that she's going through and going to college might be scary after everything that she's been through with her mental yeah. health and with Carrie. And so, yeah, it ma- it it makes total sense and I think that he's he's on point and I think we'll see more about like what And Asher absolutely did not need to be brought up and why did he bring him up? Right, that's the th- that's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's jealousy because that does not like the school thing makes sense. It didn't the wall thing makes it sense. Wasn't the actual thing. What does that have? She had sex with someone. So what? What is that? That's totally normal. Like, what are you talking it about? Completely came out of nowhere. But yes, why so it are was you interesting about that, Jordan? <laughs> and she, you know, and and she she called him out on his escapades as well, uh, yes. which again, rightfully so. And so yes. I agree. Basically, the end of this is that they've like they've officially entered their angst era. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here, for, but the pictures for next episode of prom. Oh, like, yep, yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get screaming, into it. crying, throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so the other the other sh- ship that I think we both do enjoy still, even though we do root for Jordan Layla, I do enjoy Jordan and Simone as well. They had a romantic getaway. They had fun at the cabin, which I've actually been disappointed in the like the amount of time Simone has been on the screen because she has not been on the screen. We have not seen them together in a while. And I actually want them to like enjoy this because I actually I do think they're going to break up. So I do want them to have their their moment. And we just haven't had a ton of moments with them. Yeah, she's definitely filming Homecoming. So that's why this is. But it's just, and I felt this way though about Simone and Jordan from the beginning that she's never been on screen enough with them. I don't, I like, I have always wanted to see more because it just was like, she was there for baby gate and then they got together (laughs) (laughs) and then she's very been, she's been like very in and out, you know, I really started to like them when they went to Vegas because I felt like we got like a lot of time with them and I was like, okay, I'm I'm feeling it now. Can we talk about the fact that they, when they started serving as a couple, is truly, can we talk about this truly? Talk about being a truther. Is truly the ending of episode six of last season where they said, it doesn't matter that we don't know all of this stuff because we're in love. And it was just like, this is the first time you both have consistently been cute and like not on different pages and like for the first time to buy it thank you and then that led right into vegas and then that's when we said oh like this makes sense this is sweet i'm into the yes and the the chemistry is really there and it works and i yes and that's when i started to get into it and then she sort of disappeared i know the covid everything with COVID kind of, you know, had to do with it, but she was kind of absent for some of the back half of season three. And that was tough. Cause I just want to see them on screen more like this episode, right. as much as I love Jordan and Layla together, this is a really good episode for Jamal. For them. Exactly. They were so like, the, you know, the first time we saw it, they were like running about to go jump in the nasty lake. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. <laughs> it was, I don't know. I don't know why they were going to jump in that lake, but they were going to do it anyway. And it was going to be cute. <laughs> Uh, yeah. but, and again, like 
here's what's disappointing is because we know that it's coming and that homecoming is coming. So they have to, there's going to be drama. So the minute, the minute Olivia brought up prom and saying, are you excited for prom? I'm like, they're going to have this girl miss prom. They're not going. <laughs> so, and when he was obsessed with his suit and they were so excited right. about it, I was like, oh, they're not going. It's not happening no, for them. As soon as Olivia, I was like, they would not have Olivia asking her this question about prom if they were going. And she was like, yeah, nope. you know, you know, we're, I, I think she said something about like, it's going to be, uh, I'm going to, he's going to have the prom of his life or like lifetime or whatever. It's going to be the moment of his lifetime. And I'm like, well, I mean, Layla will be there to make it happen for him if he wants, but no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Jamone lovers, please don't come for me. <laughs> they are, totally they kidding. are, they're, uh, Twitter is an interesting Twitter is fierce. all American I know. Twitter. I, know. I have definitely, they've, they've come for me hard. <laughs> No, me too. Me too. It can, <laughs> but I've I've had to deal with the Riverdale fandom over in a different. Uh, so lane. you already, so, yeah, you understand. If I can deal with that, anything, yeah, anything like, is you okay. Can, you're gonna, you yeah. can deal with anything. <laughs> but what I like about Jordan and Simone, because we know that they're going to break up, like we we just do. I know that some people don't want to believe that, but it just like it's it's going to happen, even if it doesn't last forever. If like homecoming doesn't work out, or they figure out a way to to bring him over, whatever it is, it's going to happen. They're going to break up for a while. Like, that's just right. a fact of life. So what I like with what they're doing <laughs> with said, them. These are just the facts. <laughs> these are just the facts here that we're just going to lay out. But um, I like that they're a couple that's very much in love, and that's very yeah. believable for me. I believe that they love each other very much. And they're kind of showing that couple that believes that they're going to be the exception to the rule, right? Like they're going to yes. be the ones that can make it work long distance. And I was in a relationship my senior year that was like very serious. And we thought we were going to be together no matter what. And like you just believing it with your whole heart, like we're going to get married and this is it for me. Yeah. And then distance isn't going to change. And I just think that they're sh- that's playing out like very realistically. Um, yeah. so I think, cause you know, you don't have that problem with like Spencer and Olivia, they're not leaving right. each other. And so they're using that opportunity to at least tell a good story, which I right. like. Yeah. 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 Well, and to that point, right. Jordan started to bring it up. He was just like, we haven't addressed the elephant in the room, but right. you're leaving. And like, <laughs> yes. how will we make this work? How will we make this work? And right. I just, I, I I feel like they just put Simone in these impossible situations and I wish they set up a better storyline for her. Like they had, you know, she, you know, lied about the baby, which was supposed to be a one-off, but then like Jeffrey did so well that they kept her on, but like she lied about the baby and then like yeah. she was uh, maybe the one that was a little hesitant to get married, but like that, obviously that worked itself out really quickly, but then she like wanted, she wanted to take back the baby and she was like ignoring him when he was. And so, and then she called off the wedding, like, and it's, it just, and so now, even though Jordan is the one saying, how will it work? I didn't love the way that they had Simone handle it. Like it was cute, right? The phone, like phone sex or whatever she was trying to do. But it was realistically that's realistically that's your answer after taking a long walk. And- yeah, like that's not gonna solve all your problems. For the moment, it'll get him to stop talking. If he about asked it. you if you were sick, I mean, are you not embarrassed? Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> 
that was so funny like he was just not getting it he's like i'm no, wearing sweatpants what are you are you right. sick are you okay, are you okay? <laughs> like <laughs> one guy that was so on. odd yeah jordan but, um, jordan on uh, his his uh sometimes slow processing yeah right it's so funny um I love him, though. But I don't know. Like, they do make her hard. She should kind of be hard to root for in some instances. Like, in the beginning, I found her hard to root for just because what she did was, like, so wild. But then they gave – they tried to give explanations that, like, supported why she made that decision. And I appreciated that. And Jeffrey Maya is just so good and so likable that you can't help but love her. Hello, she's getting a spinoff for a reason, you know? Exactly. Um, But – But yeah, and I just, I mean, like, as someone who played sports in high school and college, I will say, like, go to prom. Go to prom. Mm -hmm. You should go to prom. You don't need, I don't know what this is, what tennis tournament this is. (laughs) Tennis was my sport. I can tell you that there's nothing that's going to make it so that if you don't go to this, everything will be ruined. Like, just go to prom. Right, It's a a once-in-a-lifetime thing, you know? You were like, watch, listen, watch King Richard. You know what? Their dad took them out of juniors, and they still were successful. (laughs) exactly like since you want to beat serena williams record there you go there you go yeah um but yeah so that's that left on an interesting note and again we'll we'll get into what we see for them even though we've talked about it quite a bit (laughs) for the future but uh though that was them and then obviously the big one spencer and olivia uh they they were just trying to find some alone time together to finally have their moment (laughs) to have their moment they want to so bad and we want to see it so yeah 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 to to in their words make love see audience i didn't laugh that time because it was a nice you know i there was a distinction yeah they're taking it (laughs) seriously they're taking they're taking it seriously they're taking it slow um but so you know he comes and surprises her she has an assignment to finish and you could tell she's really like she wants to finish the assignment because it's this internship she, that she has, but she's also, again, really excited to be with Spencer. Um, but he blindfolds her. The interesting thing about the blindfold, which she says, okay, kinky. <laughs> there is so many great one-liners. Keep him into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she was like, oh, I was going to happen in the backseat of the car. Like, <laughs> she just had so many great lines there. But he told her to finish her assignment in the car, but she was so blindfolded. I'm so glad you said that. I was like, what kind of plot hole hootenanny is this? Like, <laughs> finish your well, stuff, but I'm going to blindfold you. What? Literally. Literally. And and we they never addressed the fact that Liv pretended that she didn't know that they were at the cabin. Was she just trying to, like, have Spencer turn around and, like, say, like, we're not actually going to the cabin? Because she said, oh, we passed a new hotel. And she was just like, you were supposed to be blindfolded. So she obviously could see. Oh, my goodness. She obviously saw. But so I don't understand why she waited until that moment to tell tell him him about Simone. Right. Maybe it's because she invited them. (laughs) And people have been getting on Jordan. Right, right, right. People were getting on Jordan for, like, not letting Spencer know. But, like, Olivia should take some of that heat as well. Because she's the one that invited them to the James cabin. Which, why do any of them have a key? exactly he's like you need to at least call me and check with me first like you can exactly. come, like it's still my cabin <laughs> exactly spencer doesn't have a lot i mean he has suits now but like he doesn't have a lot you can't just be showing up as cabin up now. Yeah. 
precious place for him. Come on. Exactly, exactly. And a special place for he and Liv, which is why he took them uh, there. And they ended up getting surprised quite a few times, first with Jordan and Small, and then with JJ, then with Patience and Coop and Layla and Asher. So there was just a lot of a lot of interruptions. One thing that because we've got I feel like we've gotten so spoiled in the last couple of episodes with their moments. And so I was actually expecting them to be on my screen more, but I don't feel like they were actually like they were central to the episode. Yes, but that was I feel like near the end and we didn't actually get to see them just by themselves a lot of the time, which I guess is, it makes sense, right? Because she was working on her assignment and he was doing whatever he was doing. Yeah, it just, it's like conflict drives the story, right? So they don't really have, as they say in the episode, they don't have any conflict right now. Like they are right. in the perfect spot. I'm sure they will eventually, but right now they've got great communicate. I mean, their communication is like insane. It's so good. Um, right. Especially you know, this season, the- I'd say. I feel like oh. it's, it's improved vastly because I did a little rewatch and I was just like, I don't know if they're as great communicators as I thought, but this season they're this living season. up to their communication, like yes. reputation. It is phenomenal. And just even the way like he approaches her when she's doing work, like he wants her to pay attention, but he's still understanding to her and having to get her work done. And they don't have the pressure of anybody um, like leaving because they're still going to be together. And so they're in this like great honeymoon place. So, you know, a lot of the episode has to focus on like all the other couples that are like burning to the ground right now. So (laughs) at least it ends with the right thing. Right, right, right. And so they even tried to uh, sneak away to a little tent uh, in the woods, which I thought would have been really exciting. That would have I been, wanted but it. in reality, I probably would have been like, it was, no, this is going to be <laughs> bugs. And Liv was excited <laughs> for it. She Liv was, was she the was one to it. put it together. <laughs> she was into it. So, um, But they got surprised a fourth time because JJ wanted to do the whole campfire thing again. Oh, okay. And so they ended up doing that. Good thing they didn't play Never Have I Ever this time. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We've seen enough of that. Um, but so anyway, they just like are chilling. She finished her assignment and then they decide to have a classic Spencer in the Olivia movie night, which of course, you know, kind of perfect. Of course, their their first time would happen like with something that's special in his twin bed. In his little twin bed where they can't realistically probably can't both fit. He probably had like, you know, underneath the covers two legs off the bed in order for them to fit comfortably. My friend Kaya, who also like reviews the show, she was she was just like she was just like Liv was on his side of the bed because she would have fallen off. She would have fallen off. No, really, twin beds are so small, and Spencer's not like a small like, guy. He's a football player. You don't. I was like, you don't want to go back to the to the Bakers. Are you sure? Because like Liv has a bigger bed, <laughs> much bigger bed. Yes, and they're out to dinner, right? So. Right, They're exactly, high and out to dinner, exactly. they don't care. Exactly, they don't care, they don't care. No, but, um, so anyway, but, like, the big moment happens, and it was amazing. It was very, like, it. tastefully, tastefully done. She traces his scar. Oh, that is a perfect moment of television. It says, we, you always want to show, not tell, right? And I just feel like yeah. 
her hand over the scar from the bullet that he took for her. And that is like such a moment that bonded them. Like I feel like that moment and then also the TV, like watching a movie is so big because I feel, I think it was the end of, was it the end of season two that they kind of decided that all summer they were going to spend together and just come down and watch movies the whole time. And that's really right. that kind of their yeah. relationship. So just like those 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 killer moments yeah were there before their first time and i don't know it was really sweet and yeah really well done yeah yeah (laughs) this is so random but i feel like the music is getting louder and louder and so if you if you hear it i'm sorry there's nothing i can do about this (laughs) lovely enjoy the nice like jamaican sounds as you listen to this podcast um but yes no it was it was really really great and like we got to see them like waking up next to each other and because grace had a little fun night of her own as we saw so it was just a really nice moment and i think we i think the necklace made a comeback the necklace finally made a comeback from vegas oh yeah you're right she's wearing it isn't she yes yeah she was she was um yeah so it was just yeah it was really it was really sweet um and so it sort of ended on that and their predictions, uh, like their actual predictions for 20 years, because they did, like, we're not doing 30. And right. um, yeah, so it ended up with, you know, Layla saying that she, you know, she was already a boss, so that she wanted to be a mogul and like have a daughter and have the kind of relationship her mom had with her. Um, and I think it was, I love the way that they did that because it showed you like, again, like, yes, she's has this and not to say she doesn't want to be a mogul, but yes, she has this facade of like being like a boss businesswoman, et cetera, et cetera. But at the end of the day, she's just a girl who misses her mom and like right. <laughs> wants to I have agree. a family of her yes. own. Um, yes. And so love that. Uh, Asher, like you mentioned, he was like, oh, I've spent too much time like living in the future, so I want to live in the moment. And then the coach comment by JJ. Yeah, coach. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, just, I love that. I just thought it was such a good little, and his little smile. And again, I'm yeah. not the biggest Asher fan, but just like him, I don't know. It was just bashful. It was, it was good. I'm not an Asher fan at all, but I appreciate the moment. <laughs> um... Uh, and then, um, and if I was an Asher fan, this episode would be, he was, he did nothing wrong in this episode, except it was still really random that he gave patients advice. And I, it's very interesting to me, but that's he's definitely, I mean, yeah, he's spending more time. I feel like they're like, okay, let's move him over to this group of people because right. he, he doesn't really have anything to do in like the, I don't know. They're just like, let's connect. Cause they're trying to connect Coop and Asher through like their right. shared trauma or whatever. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, this one was interesting because I, and I want to get your thoughts on this. JJ's like being a number one influencer obviously makes sense. And he was just like, I want to pull the group of friends together. That makes sense too. And then he said like, I want to be taken seriously, which like <sighs> makes sense. But I feel like every time they try to, make JJ's character um just flesh him out a little bit it always seems to come randomly and always seems to come sort of immediately without any signs I agree yeah I mean I do think they need to flesh him out I've been waiting for it he's such good comedic relief but now that he is 
uh, main cast member. I think right. that he needs a story of his own of some kind. Yeah. And I agree. And I think that sometimes when they do try and make him too serious, well, not too serious, but when they try and give him like more grounded story, he ends up kind of playing like an asshole, which like right. is fine. You can be flawed, but like serious JJ is kind of a jerk. So yeah. I don't know. And it doesn't ever expand. Especially like last episode. season, right? With Jordan. Yeah, yes. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, okay, if you're gonna like deepen him, make him more complex, but I don't know. I'm just it's, yeah, I I feel like they're still trying to find their footing with that because it yeah, to your point, it yeah. just it doesn't I don't think it comes off the way that they wanted to or maybe they do want it to come off that way I don't know but it and to your point again it never lasts like it's just for that episode and then it'll go away and then it'll come back and so just if they want to flash him out I just so for instance this whole like wanting to be taken seriously I'm gonna need like again not you know berating the point but like see little crumbs here and there about him actually wanting to be taken seriously or hanging out with the girls or you know, I don't know, something. Like, I hope that goes somewhere. Like, that, right. that, that that's foreshadowing to something. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, Coop says, like, somewhere doing something, <laughs> something fly with patience by her side, which, cool. Good for you. I don't know if that's going to work out for her, but. Okay. <laughs> exactly. But that was her prediction. Uh, patience. I, I, uh, what is, she was just like, oh, oh, I have nothing there because she said nothing. <laughs> She was just like, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. Yeah, I, I, Coop and Patience are in for some, they're obviously foreshadowing some very bad things for the two of them as a couple. So Yes, yes. yes. Um, and I actually, when we get to predictions, I have a little, uh, announcing a little bet that I have going on. But yeah, Patience, uh, yeah, Patience said that she doesn't really know what's happening. Side note, I would love to see her story develop more outside of Coop. So I'm interested to see. I totally agree. What that looks like. Um, Jordan, he said he wanted a Hall of Fame of career, uh, Hall of Fame career, make his dad proud, which again, I'm glad that they're sticking on this, his storyline with Billy, because I think that's, it's so key to who he is and how he operates. Um, oh my gosh. It's like his driving force for everything, every decision it, he it makes is. in his life. Yeah. And you know, you know, little Jordan Layla moment at, at the top in the first episode is right. He mentions his dad, and she's the one yeah. that brings. She's like, you know, you remember when your dad was? You thought your dad was gonna like kill you, but it turned out to be fine. And so, anyway, yes, his dad is his driving yeah. force. And I just said all that to say that Layla knows that as well. <laughs> yes, hello. <laughs> um, and so yeah, and then he also said with his beautiful wife. Simone comes in and it was interesting that Simone did not have her own solo predictions. Agreed. Especially considering she's going off onto her own series. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So that was interesting, but that was, that was Jordan's. Uh, Olivia said that she wants to make a difference, make the world a better place, um, which, you know, we very, very clear and accurate. Yeah. Very, very accurate. accurate. Yep. And Spencer's, you know, right on the nose to retire from the NFL, coach Pee Wee football, be an asset to his community. We love that. We love that. Love and that. that was, that was, that was it. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Stay tuned for our predictions. Thanks for watching.